0: You're listening to ACT's Third Stage. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello everybody, this is Jed. Welcome to another edition of ACT's Third Stage Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk to you about our current production, which is Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It's Tennessee Williams' classic drama of a Southern family that is consumed by lies and falling apart at the seams, basically. Sam and I sat down earlier today with Jeremy L. Mata and Adam Singleton, who are respectively the director of the show and one of the stars Adam, is playing gooper and in a moment we will get down to that recording but first i wanted to talk to you about a couple of other things that are happening at the theater after cat on a hot tin roof we will be closing out our from stage to screen to abilene season with the comedy dearly departed and auditions for that are right around the corner they'll be happening in the act 2 black box theater right next door to the main stage at 809 barrow on march 31st and april 1st both nights they'll be happening from 7 to 9 p.m these auditions as always are open to the public you don't have to have had some kind of stage experience prior to coming to audition to an act show our motto is that if you are interested in theater we want you come out audition. And if you're not interested in getting on the stage, come out anyway, because we can always use people who want to get involved behind the scenes, working backstage or volunteering in in any other aspect of the theater. So if you want to get involved, if you're curious about theater, if you're wanting to get into theater, then by all means, come out. We would love to have you. Dearly Departed is going to be directed by Pam Peraza, and you can get more information on uh, what she'll be looking for in her auditions on our website, which is abilenecommunitytheater.org. And of course, there will be information on our Facebook page. You should be following our Facebook page, as well as our Instagram and our Twitter which are both at ACT Abilene for behind-the-scenes looks at our theater. Get all the news and events and a look behind the scenes. Get a look at who we are, what we do how a theater runs also our annual night of one acts is coming up in august and we are now accepting proposals from directors for that production if you are interested in directing a one-act play for us head again to the website abilenecommunitytheater.org where there is information about what we are looking for in our one-act productions and while you're there you can download a submission packet have a look get those proposals submitted I believe April 26th is the deadline for that. The production itself will go up in August. Of course, the other big news is the upcoming season, our 65th season, ACT Remembers is what we're calling it. It's a big anniversary year for us, and we have dug into we have dug into our rich history of production since our founding in 1954. You may not know, but ACT is actually one of the oldest continually operating community theaters in the state of Texas, and we're pretty proud of that. This next season is about celebrating that history and telling the story of act be on the lookout very soon for an announcement regarding this new season i don't want to give too much away just now but just know that an announcement is coming soon so, now, our current production, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Tickets are on sale now. As I say, you can you can call the box office between 1 and 5 p.m. at 673-6271, or you can order any time at all, 1 in the morning, 3 in the afternoon, whenever you have a minute, online at abilenecommunitytheatre.org. And of course, we'll repeat all this information at the end of the show. Tickets are $15 for general admission, $13 for seniors, students, and military. And stay tuned to the end of the show to hear how you can get your ticket discounted to $10. So without further ado, here are Sam and I in conversation with Jeremy Mata and Adam Singleton of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time it is, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are listening. Oh, here comes Mike. Mike is here.
0: Mike's here. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right, man. (laughs) He's good.
1: Apologizing profusely. Well, I'm Jed. And I'm Sam. And together we are Jed and Sam. We make up the ACT's third stage
0: podcast, and we are here to tell you about Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It's a new one opening up on March 29th, actually, I think this uh, Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's opening Friday. this uh, this Friday. It opens up, and we have Adam Singleton and Jeremy. Jeremy, I can't remember your last name, man. Mata. Jeremy Nintendo. Mata. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's directing it. Adam's uh, in the show. Uh, so if you guys want to tell us a little bit about it, the characters, and uh, Jeremy, if you want to tell about the show, Adam, why don't you go first, man?
2: Okay. Um, I play Gooper. I am the brother, the older brother uh, to uh, the male lead. Um, Brick and I like to think of myself as sort of the hero of the story. Some may think he's the villain, but
1: didn't didn't you say something similar when we interviewed you for dialing for murder? Yeah, we're
2: noticing a pattern here. Well, I was the hero in that one because I saved the day. That's true. (laughs) Alright, we'll give you that one. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. this this, so this, this you... one's more of a stretch, but but I'm just in my head. This is like, right. yeah, Gooper, Gooper's the good guy.
1: In this show, do, <laughs> does does the good guy mean that you're the character with some likable
0: qualities, or
2: no, no, no. no Okay, no. so as much as you
0: can be the hero in this very heavy show, because this is not lighthearted, right? This is very, very heavy. It's steeped in heavy. drama yeah. and family. T- yeah, it's not-
2: Alcoholism, suicide, sexual identity, family dysfunction. yeah, right. mm-hmm. and like really, no one's good. Yeah, like no one's coming out of here like, oh, they're they're the shining, the shining beacon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's there's not
0: one of those. Yeah, this seems like a pretty messy, messy show, <laughs> and isn't it a classic Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, you know, Williams. Classic yes. Tennessee Williams, classic Tennessee Williams, human condition, whatever you want to call it. It's it's very steeped in the human condition and messiness, but it's still a story to tell. So.
1: And so, uh, Jeremy, speaking of, and this is your directorial debut, this is your first Correct. time directing with us, um, what is it that draws you, we sit here joking about how everyone in this show is awful and they're not likable and it's very heavy and there's all it so what is it that draws you about, I mean obviously that's simplifying what the show is when we make jokes like that, but um, what is it that draws you to this show to want to tell
3: this particular story? Uh, it has it has moments that uh, that even speak now. So there's of course, like you said, family dysfunction. There's alcoholism. Um, there's uh, uh, homosexuality. It's it's a lot of things that go on in the household nowadays. Um, but said in nineteen fifties. So right. even f- from then till now it's still... everything still holds true.
0: I imagine it's hard to view it through that lens of it being told, you know, at that time because it was written. Uh, was it written around that time too? So it was very say, a, yeah. much a period it piece. So when right. you're viewed for that lens it becomes even more poignant. Yeah. You know? The fact that it oh, yeah. is still relevant. Yeah.
3: yeah it's a, and it's... Uh, especially for... In, in Brick's point of view uh, he has a lot of self-hate uh, because he, he did love his friend Skipper um, who ultimately killed himself because um brick denied him but um he definitely has a lot of self-hate and it, and it's from hearing other people you know talk bad about what he feels and so just going with that same mentality he's just basically beating himself up every day with but and then he uses alcohol to kind of calm that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so we kind of see in this family the way the societal norms and societal expectations of the time break down and actually affect individual people and what they what they do to them what they
0: yeah even outside of that microcosm the, sh- the show itself is like one big lie too right isn't the plot centered around one giant yeah. lie and one giant yeah. facade mendacity yeah that's the yeah. that's
3: the big word mendacity <laughs> word that keeps coming up yeah <laughs> that's the Wikipedia term of this year, right. on that show <laughs> so if <you're> on <laughs> that is your vocabulary play, word yeah. <laughs> for this week look up, <laughs> study up. there'll, there'll
0: It'll... be a test after the show on Friday so make sure right. you go to Wikipedia yeah. and study up yeah. on this so get okay. your spark notes out
3: so come on Saturday
2: yep yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, and and Adam's right. He's like, uh, there's there's really no hero, uh, and everybody has something as far as mendacity. From Brick, Maggie, Gooper, May, everybody, um, they're all sort of living at, at some point some type of lie, and it's 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 just really powerful.
2: You know, I said I think I'm the hero, but really everyone, every character in their mind, thinks that they are the hero of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can go through every character, you think, okay, they, this is what they think is going on. They think that they're the good guy. They think that they're, they're the good guy. It's, yeah. And everyone's competing <laughs> and really against each other. And it's messy. Yeah.
1: It's messy. <laughs> it's messy. <laughs> so who are some of the other, if uh, you want to tell us a little bit about your castmates and their characters and working with them? and You
3: can both speak to that. Uh. So okay, um so let's talk about the, the females, uh, and then going in with the whole uh kind of uh villainy part, but also the mendacity. So Ma- Maggie, um uh, Brick's wife, has uh been was born poor, raised poor. Um it was only through kind of making herself it's almost like a facade to get herself in high society. And so she married high society. Uh, and now she doesn't want to let that go. Actually, it's a, it's a huge fear of her. So dying old and poor. Yeah. Um, so that's and, and and Andrea, uh, Robinson, she is, is fantastic she's in this brilliant. role. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's done so well in portraying that, you know, doesn't want to lose the, the, the high life. Um, and then, uh, Melissa Reavers, who's playing uh, May, she's the opposite. She was raised um, very rich until her dad uh, was, I think, sent to jail for um, messing around with the stock market. Some sort of fraud or something. (laughs) And so she lost it all. Uh, And so she is now technically poor, but she puts on her own facade of being uh, what she calls a cotton carnival queen. I've never really thought about that—that that two sides of the same coin. But yeah, that's, that's that's that—that's true. And so again, with her and what she's trying to do with Gooper, as far as getting control of the plantation, it's the same thing. She doesn't want to lose that uh, social status. Right. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really good.
2: And she's really pushing because my character Gooper is married to May, and she's really trying to push him to kind of betray his own family and it's he's to take away the plantation out from underneath them because the big lie you know they're the the plantation's not going to be in the same hands forever and uh so gooper is the older brother but there's there's some ambiguity to whether or not he's actually blood related Big Daddy says he's not my kind, and there's other little references like that, and so you Big think
3: Mama says that Brick's her only son. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really weird. And <laughs>
2: Gooper is really the one who has success. He's a successful lawyer, and uh, and all this, and Brick is kind of living in his old glory days. He's kind of he's injured, but that's recent. That was that happened the night before any of yeah. the play happens. But he's kind he of is unemployed. He's he's really kind of. He's in this dis- dis- despair mm-hmm. and is kind of not in a place where he is in Gooper's mind responsible enough to manage the place. And so Gooper comes in and probably through a lot of influence through May is trying to take over and use his, le- use his legal skills to take the plantation away.
3: I think in, in Gooper's mind too he is actually trying to save or not save the plantation because the plantation is doing very well but make sure it's it keeps heading in the right direction and then just through outside influence it's become kind of evil and this is all and this
0: is all without um this is all trying to be in the background without Big Daddy noticing this all right this is all kind of done cloak and dagger style yeah due to the fact that there's another big lie going on yeah
3: right. and the other big lie is that Big Daddy's dying of cancer Mm -hmm. and um which is, is, is weird. I guess that it was something during that time, but the doctors actually lied to him. I don't know if they're like, yeah. actually allowed to do that now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Hibble was, was, was a thing back <laughs> then. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, And or it may just be that, that uh, Doc Ball, who's played by Bill Martin, uh, is a family doctor, uh, and so it's, there's kind of a leeway there. But, so they've lied to Big Daddy. They've told him that it's nothing but a spastic colon. Uh, when in reality it's it's cancer, and he's actually sinking into uremia, mm. and he's gonna die soon. This is gonna be his last birthday, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another part of it. So there, it's just a lot of different stories and different lies going on. Brick with him himself and being closeted and, and, and self-hating. Um, and then uh, Big Daddy, no, the whole family basically except for Big Daddy and Big Mama knowing that he's dying of cancer and then Gooper and May plotting to take over it uh, as soon as he kicks the bucket. Mm-hmm. But it's... it's. <laughs> this is not a feel-good show. No. no, <laughs> no but they, they, they don't
1: all uh, fix it and come together no, for uh, a Christmas miracle at the <laughs> end. Where...
3: No, and contrary to the old movies that, that people have seen um, where they've specifically made resolutions with certain relationships, there is no resolution no. Yeah. No, in any uh, of this. It's, it, it, it leaves like so much to, to guess. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll show the points to something, but
1: it, it, the job isn't to give the answer, it's just to point to it, make, make you aware of a thing.
0: Almost comes yeah. of being a think piece, you know, yeah. almost like a reflection of family life. Yeah. of you know, seeing yourself within those characters. And letting you, uh, you know, draw your own conclusions. Isn't that another common thread of much Tennessee Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very common thread here.
1: Um, so how's the experience uh, been so far? You're getting ready to open now. You've been.
2: I think we're gonna get there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It seems, uh, when we were, I was listening to one rehearsal last week in here, and it seems the most emotionally taxing I've ever heard yes. of a play. Yeah. And it's whenever people need huge breaks in between acts just because it's so draining. Yeah. On the actors to have to step into that. Yeah. And then just to, to calm and to come down after that must be
2: exhausting. It's I think that's a lot of the, 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 Troubles, troubles that we're having that we're going to iron out, obviously. Right. But I think it is, it's such a heavy show, and we're all so into our characters and really diving into them that we kind of need, we're kind of getting emotionally taxed and drained. And so it's kind of taking a little bit of a toll on us, and, yeah. you know, we're a little stressed out and everything. But this seems like the worst show for a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would just die by these things. Yes.
3: That's right, therapy. And, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and I, I've I've actually asked a lot for my cast, uh, and it's it's uh, due to the 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 kind of show that I want to put on, and be, because of the play, because the play is one night, one room, so for the most part, most of the actors have to be here almost pretty much every day. Um, right, and it's not it, a short show. It, yeah, it's not a short show. Uh, at the beginning when we did rehearsals, I was giving them, you know, Fridays off just to, you know, kind Spoil of... Spoil this early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took it away. And then, and then, and of course now we have to, we have to do every day. So I'm asking, I de- I'm definitely asking a lot of for, for my actors. And then because of the kind of show it is, it, it's definitely taxing on them. It's gonna pay uh, off, though. I'm, yeah, I have confidence. Um, it's gonna pay off. Oh, yeah, it's just no doubt. in Especially the moment f- we're like, ah. <laughs> huh with, with Brick, uh, he's played by Nicholas Gooch. Uh, this is actually only his second show. Where did uh, he, he come he was,
2: from? He's amazing. <laughs> 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 he, he
3: did Ripcord. He was, I think, the, uh, I think he said yes. he was a zombie butler in Ripcord. Yeah. Um, and that's his only show, which was a small role. But I saw something in him whenever he was doing auditions and stuff and i was like yeah he's he's definitely brick but he in in comparison with everybody else he's actually had to be here pretty much every day because he is on stage the whole time whereas some people will be at one point (laughs) he goes to the bathroom for like two or three minutes but yeah at some for the most part he is on he's in that room while everybody can leave and uh, you know, go do their own thing. He is here basically every day. So I I got to hand it to him. I feel sorry for him, but I kinda needed him to, to do it too. Yeah.
2: Now he's taking that crutch home. Is he kind of using that, walking around with that crutch just in his day to day? No, uh but, but you, can tell,
3: you can tell that he it, it sticks with him because there's been points where we've walked out from rehearsals and he's still using the crutch, he's, he's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? You <laughs> lost stage, that. man, it's over with. In in Crimes of the Heart,
1: I was supposed to have a limp and was having trouble making it, so I ended up putting like bolts in my shoe and, and screws that. and things. And, oh, wow, And okay. But it was the same thing where I kind of like, um, after my last scene was done, I still walk around backstage with this, and it wasn't until like, halfway through the show's run that I realized, I can take these out of my shoes <laughs> and like, like, not walk around I don't on I have this. to have these in your own time. <laughs> He's doing
2: what I have a, a recommendation what you can do if you need a limp, yeah. is have your cat jump off the dresser onto your foot, claws <laughs> out, because that was my morning. Because
1: that's good, and that helps, and now, and now, and now I have a, limp, have a limp, so, too, so
2: I can be, oh, yeah, I'm making fun of Brick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a cat whoopsie, that's fine. So
0: there actually is a cat in this show now, thanks. Yes! <laughs> yes. Well,
1: Maggie's the cat, isn't she? Yeah. Right. And now and I'm Maggie's injured by cat. the
2: cat, and I
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. The symbolism is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a tin roof involved somewhere in this, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, oh, so. yeah. We'll figure out the metaphor for that. It's difficult to explain, but yeah. yeah.
1: But it is hot. It's so, a cat on the hot tin roof. As this episode goes up, tickets are on sale now. You can call 673-6271 between the hours of 1 and 5 p.m. And you can uh, order them anytime at all by going to org. So if, if box office is closed, you can Fine. Go to the website and order them there.
0: Yep. Click on the ticket link to the top of the top of the website, mm-hmm. and I think it's what 15?
1: fifteen. Fifteen yeah. for general admission. Thirteen for um, senior students student, of, and student, student, student and military. Yeah. Yeah. Senior students and military. And for this show, we are we've partnered up with a Taylor Jones Humane Society. Correct. If you bring two cat toys or two dog toys or a cat toy and a dog toy, whatever combination of those, just bring two pet toys and yeah. Yeah. New. Don't new don't news. use your old be chewed up new ones news. here. Right. <laughs> bring us something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Please. What? Is but, this? Uh, bring us these two pet toys to donate to Taylor Jones Humane Society, and we will reduce your admission price to ten dollars across the board.
2: And they are great over there. Um, yeah. I work with them all the time in my day job, and both of my uh, pets are from there they're wonderful. They take care of all your spay, neuter shots, mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah. with just a flat adoption fee. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's not too bad considering everything you're getting. So, another way to if it was
1: a big horrible fee that you had to Exactly. Do you yeah. dollars for not this is It's <laughs>
2: even <laughs> worth remembering what the what I paid, but yeah. it's yeah, they're they're <laughs> great over there. So really come out and support them
3: and support Absolutely. us. Yes, and they're the they're time. definitely very excited about about this. So yes, we want to make some some little furry friends happy while they wait for their new families. Yes, yes, indeed.
1: So yeah. bring a cat toy, dog toys, and then maybe go over there and look at a pet for yourself. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, gentlemen. Thanks. Nice thank guys. you. And thank we'll you. See you
2: all later. You. Yep.